Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Linda Kaplan-Thaler. She is the co-author of Grit to Great, How Perseverance, Passion, and Pluck Take You from Ordinary to Extraordinary. Welcome, Linda. It's good to have you. Great to be here. I got to say, right off the bat, I love this book. I read it Thank on a plane. You. It's a quick, easy, enjoyable read that everybody can relate to with such terrific anecdotes. So let's get right to it. Basically, what is grit and why is it so important? Well, first of all, I think that you know we live in an age where everybody thinks it's about the it factor. Mm -hmm. To be really successful, you have to possess immense IQ. You have to have extraordinary talents, be incredibly beautiful, incredibly rich. In fact, 98% of the world's most successful people have none of those things. They don't have the it factor. What they right. do have is the grit factor. Right. And we define grit as an acronym, guts, resilience, initiative, and tenacity. And the great thing about grit is you don't have to be born with it. You can develop it whether you're eight or whether you're 80. Picasso did his best paintings when he yep. was in his 80s. And anybody can develop it. And that's what this book is about. What I love, Linda, is that you mentioned people like Michael Jordan, Colin Powell. They, they didn't have that it factor, which you just mentioned, from a young age. We all knew. We all knew way back when. They were ordinary students. Some were less than ordinary, you might say, and, and they skyrocketed. Exactly. Very few people know Michael Jordan could not make his high school varsity basketball team. And that's something. Colin Powell was a C-minus student. Steven Spielberg could not get into the first three film schools that he applied to. Right. Everybody thought these people would go nowhere. But they possessed this unbelievable passion and tenacity. And that's the reason that they made it. And the great thing is, that any of us have the ability. There are so many potential, incredibly successful people out there who just need to develop their grit to get ahead. So how do you do it, Linda? How does how one do develop do grit? Well, first of all, anybody that you ask usually has a dream. I want to be a famous artist. I want to win an Academy Award. And the first thing we tell somebody is ditch the dream. It's not often you hear that, ditch the dream. Exactly. <laughs> ditch the what ifs. Estee Lauder was famous for saying, I never once dreamt of success. I just work for it. And there's a great Yiddish saying, mm -hmm. if you want to dream of success, wake up already. This is what we do in life is we spend too much time imagining this incredible future. Right. Well, you know what? That imagining gets you nowhere. And I'm not a big person in belief in this sort of visionary thing. I didn't do it for my own company. Mm -hmm. We started our little ad agency, Robin Covell and I, uh, who writes all our books with us, started our little ad agency. We had five people. We never once imagined where we were going to be. We focused on, and we talk about this in the book, we focused on today, on solving the problems of today. And we grew our little fledgling company from five people very shortly to the fastest growing ad agency see in America. That's incredible. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. We now have over 800 people. Wow. Part of this worldwide publicist company. And we did it with grit. You know? Well, I was going to say, you can't write a book about grit unless you have it. 
Unless you yes. experienced it and the evolution of grit. That's so right. I wanted to talk to you about some of your personal experience, how you developed grit, and, and obviously you just talked about some of your accomplishments. Well, Robin it. and I are both from the Bronx, so let's right. start there. <laughs> we didn't have money, we didn't have power, you know, and I certainly didn't have an Ivy League education. As a matter of fact, I often joke that City College, where I went to school, gave me something that no Ivy League institution could give me. What was that? An acceptance letter. So I believe that, but I got a great education there Mm -hmm. because I work for everything. And Robin did too. And I think that what happened was we learned the only way we were going to get ahead is by really being very tenacious. You know, Michael Bloomberg, our esteemed mayor for several terms. Right. uh, Here in New York City, Yes, here in New York City, is quoted as saying, I know when I walk into any business meeting, I will never be the smartest person in the room, but I will outwork anybody. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason I win. Michael Jordan said, I fail and I fail and I fail and I fail, and that's why I succeed. And we do talk about in the book why failure is so important. Right. Why is it so important? Because I think of any great campaign that I've ever sold is because I was trying to sell something else that got shot down by a client. You know, Steven Spielberg said that every great part in his movie came about because it was a plan B, because the light wasn't right and they ended up doing something else. I think one of the biggest examples of failure is James Dyson, who invented the Dyson vacuum uh-huh. cleaner. Now, everybody looks at him and says, what a genius, right. you know, this incredible vacuum cleaner. What they don't know, if you look behind the screen, is that it took him 15 years and 5,126 failed attempts wow. of devices that totally sucked, or as I often say, didn't suck. Right. That was the reason that they didn't work. Exactly. And and he credits those failures with leading him on and on and on to finally solve this problem of how are you going to create the best best suction. So I love to use him as an example. And I often say to people, look at every time your plan A fails and go, this is a sign. Mm-hmm. This is a sign because I should be going in this direction exactly. rather than that direction. There's a reason things fail. There is a reason but, but, things fail. But all these anecdotes in the book are true lessons in grit. And again, I love. I just want to impress upon the fact that you, that you mentioned grit can be. You know, you can get grit at any age. You know, it's like this under thirty. You know, you talk about so many people that hit hit success in life after eighty, after sixty. You know, there's. It's never too late to reinvent yourself and develop grit or fail, so to speak, if you haven't done so already. Exactly. We have a culture that has just propounded this myth of, of like youth. You, right. You've got to make it by the time you're 30, and right. here's really the cold facts. Right. The word retirement was invented, mm-hmm. okay? It was invented during the industrial age because we wanted to get people out of the workforce and get younger people to work. This myth that you lose brain cells is also a complete fallacy. Mm-hmm. The fact is, the more you do at any age, the more you grow brain cells and the more the dentrites work. So it's it's necessity for your health anyway to right. keep doing things. But what people need to realize, and we have a whole chapter in the book about, you know, grit has no expiration date, of incredible things that people are doing now, advances in their 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, in their 90s. Right, and it makes sense because at least just from a novice perspective, with more, with age comes more life experience. <laughs> exactly. And more knowledge to you know create things and be great and exactly. develop grit. One of the things we talk about in grit is, you know, life is not, a, it's not a sprint. It's mm-hmm. a marathon. Yeah. We tell people, forget about the five-year plan. You should have a hundred-year plan. C-Suite Radio.
One of my favorite stories in the book, you have to tell it real quickly, is uh, the Wendy story. This is this is terrific. I, oh, love, I love, I this love story. the grit, and I just love. I, we'll, we'll go we'll tell it. <laughs> well, the fact is that we were pitching Wendy's several several years ago. The fast ago. food chain. Wendy's, the hamburger yes. restaurant chain. Yes. And to get inspiration for this pitch, we read. Dave Thomas, the founder, his book. And it was all about grit. And it was also about being nice and it was being considerate, but it was this paying attention to details. And as his grandmother used to say, never cut corners, one of the reasons that he has square hamburgers right. is because he didn't want to cut the corners. And so we took that inspiration when we were pitching the account and said, we're going to do everything Dave's way because we were the underdog. We're just not going to pitch along with everybody else. We're going to put our folks in the restaurants and we're going to have, we're going to learn how to build those hamburgers right. and we're going to learn what those restaurateurs and those franchisees know. And we used all of those tools and we kind of outworked the competition. At the end of the day, we got the business because we had some great ideas, but they said, you know what, no one's going to work harder than you guys. We went we really right went the distance. I mean, the, your whole team immersed themselves. You, yes. be, you became Wendy's employees. You got all the in and outs to know from the inside how to how to set up this campaign and and what, how people would respond outside and in it's really it was really incredible that's right and the detail that we go into right. in terms of how you prepare the boards and I mean, we stayed up all night we even had overnight sleepovers where people right. would just take their PJs because we were there day and night yeah. saying you know we're just going to sleep over and just right just the attention to detail right you got you ultimately got the account that's the good news and we did what did they say they were just so impressed by the comprehensiveness of everything of, of your research yes we are workaholics and one of the things we tell people we have something in the book called grit building at the end of each yes, chapter. Right. We have been doing these as kind of, you know, Twitter handles and stuff like that. What are the thoughts of the day? And some of these are just so easy to do, but so important. One of them is just whatever you're going to do, make sure you do it 30 minutes longer. Whatever you work on it 30 minutes longer than you thought you needed to. Mm -hmm. So you have that little edge in the competition. Right. One of the things you say is if you're not sure if you take that flying leap and we tell people lose the safety net, pretend that you're going to be fired tomorrow from your job. Right. What would you do to save that job? Or what would you do to start another career? And if you're afraid of making that move, you know, you have that fear, we all do. And I know for me, the best moves that I made in my life were because I had a pretty bad situation someplace else. So I was kind of forced overboard. Yeah. Do not ask your friend what you should do or a relative because they love you. They want you to be very comfortable. Right. Do what Jeff Bezos did at Amazon. What did he do? He said, I'm going to have a conversation with my 90-year-old self. And I'm going to ask my 90-year-old self, should I do this? Should I do this crazy thing called Amazon when I have this nice, cushy job in Wall Street? Mm -hmm. When you have that conversation, and I've had some of those conversations, luckily do them in the privacy of your room. Yeah. <laughs> because people will think you're a little crazy, bit out right? there. And you will find that that 90-year-old self is going to probably say to you, are you kidding me? Right. Go for it. No brainer. You, no brainer. Do you want to be this age and never have tried yeah. and never have attempted? Or never failed. Or right. never failed. Mm -hmm. One of the people that we interviewed that we just love was Nick Walenda, one of the famous Daredevil Walenda family. Yeah. And we were so happy to interview him. There's not many of those people left in that family. True. But he walked across the Grand Canyon without a net. And we interviewed him and said, you know, people probably think you're nuts. He said, well, maybe, but let me tell you something. And we talk about this as a grit builder. I don't prepare for anything. I over, over, over prepare. Over prepare. He said, I worked on that stunt for five years 
in my backyard on a tightrope with every wind current, with every dust storm that right. we could muster up. There was nothing. He said, if there was lightning thunder, I would be out there in that tightrope. So when I was out there, I'm not going to say it was a cakewalk, but there was nothing there that I had not done in 10 times more challenging circumstances. He said, and that's what I want to pass on to other people who are not walking across, but maybe looking across, is over-prepare whatever you do. Do not think of fear as something to disable you. Respect it and say, how do I conquer that fear? What do I need to do? And that's what grit is all about. Right. What do you need to do to persevere to make sure that you can get through those hurdles? I love your Bronx attitude, by the way. You mentioned you're from the Bronx. But I'm from the Bronx. I think it was, and it's funny, this resonated with me. I think you mentioned, you know, you would come home with a 96 on a test and yeah. your mom's or parents response was, how come it wasn't 100? Exactly. And, and my parents are from Brooklyn. That's exactly what if I got, if I got an A, it was how come you didn't get an A plus? It's not just about the number, but there's a, there's a real lesson there that can be applied. There is a real lesson there. I think people in my generation have raised their kids in what's called the self-esteem movement. Uh -huh. And we were told, your kid needs to feel special. Right. Everybody gets an award, uh -huh. you know. Right. Oh, look, mom, I got seventh place in the equestrian event. And you know, Here's the real deal, that his self-esteem movement was a complete disaster. And there was a very interesting uh, college professor that, that came to visit, and he said to the graduating class, I'm here to tell you that regardless of what your Aunt B told you, or your mother, or the 12th place ribbon that you got for bowling, you're not special. Oh boy. You're not right. special. You don't have any incredible talents that aren't better than any, you know, better right. or worse than anybody else. You're just going to have to work your, work your butt off. And right. that's the message I want to give right. to everybody. It's you'll get there. Right. That that's the nugget. Let's it's a terrific we're out of time. We could go on oh, and on okay. because I wanted to get to how to sort of the C suite, how to leaders encourage grit, but there are ways to do it, and that's why you have to read the book. Oh yes. The top C suite leaders in the top 200 companies, virtually none of them went to Ivy League schools. And, that, that, and they didn't have great SAT scores. Right. So there you go. So that says a lot. So congratulations on a really great read and so much to learn. Thank you. All right. It's called Grit to Great, How Perseverance, Passion, and Pluck, I love that word, take you from ordinary to extraordinary. If you'd like to read the book, all you have to do is go to our website, www.csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Sweet Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>